and welcome to The Flip Side. This is a podcast where we look at alternative perspectives to contact, community and connection. So whether that's chatting about local community projects or discussing physical touch or getting to grips with neuroscience, we've got you covered. So today I'm joined by Joe Willis, who is the production manager here at Curious Arts. I've dragged him in to join us on this this episode and he loves the arts he loves singing in the rain the film not the action uh, but I'm sure he might like singing in the rain as well and he's passionate about communication and using it in the right way I'm also here with Mel and Mel is born and bred Sheffield she's a mum of three teenagers she loves her kids very much her partner her friends and she's passionate about all things mental all things mental health <laughs> tongue twister then and she loves their dog toby so welcome hello hello hiya so we met up downstairs and had a little chat before coming up here and we were looking at doing a valentine's day special today and i was gonna get some experts on sex and relationships in but then i had this realization when chatting to mel and when chatting to people that there is so much more than just sex and romantic relationships that we feel love and passion for. And so we're going to delve into a little bit about what Valentine's Day is, how we feel about it, and then also just look at all the alternative things that we love and feel passionate about that aren't to do with necessarily to do with romance. So should we delve in? Let's go. Let's do it. So what is Valentine's Day? Do you know, Joe? I know bits. I, this is going back ages ago when I was like obsessed with history and different history. Um, I it, I know for a fact that it's not romantic in <laughs> any way, shape, form whatsoever. Um, and yeah, the whipping and that yeah. Saint Valentine. It, it's really dark, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's bloody, quite bloody. Like <laughs> so, it was from what we looked at on Wikipedia. Um, Mel, I don't know if you've got the thing on Wikipedia. Mm. There's there's two different explanations. There's yeah. The explanation that it's to do with Saint Valentine and some religious, especially Christian. Yeah. So there was one where it still. said it originated as a Western Christian feast day. Yeah. Um. But it goes back as far as the Romans. And that's when mm. it gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a massacre involved. There's some whipping. Yeah. Normally a lot, a lot of nakedness and a lot of alcohol. Yeah, as I say, sounds mm. like Valentine's Day. I mean, that sounds more like <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day, nakedness and alcohol. But didn't the Romans have a festival called Lupercalia or something? Um, and it was in the middle of February, which officially started their spring term. Oh, so I don't know what this, that's quite sweet. So like... The whole spring that's, that's mentioned on Wikipedia, yeah. Is it? So like with that you could get a bottle of Miss Brunch in like two Or pounds. you could whip a woman, yeah. apparently. <laughs> Those are the only two options you've got <laughs> in the Roman times. <laughs> yeah, so we found lots of different interpretations of Valentine's Day. Um mm, but how do we feel about it? I mean, there's the I'll do my cynical answer and then my <laughs> real answer. So my cynical it. answer is, well, it's been homogenized over years by greetings cards companies that force single people to feel like they need to mate. Um, that's my cynical mate. answer. Or yeah. to, to fall in <laughs> love or anything like that. Um, 
Whilst I say that, my real answer is, if anyone wants to give me a Valentine's Day card, <laughs> I'd be very happy. Definitely. Like. <laughs> yeah. You actually made me a Valentine's card. I did. Oh, I decided yeah. a couple of days ago that because I've got, I've been getting so much love off my female mm. friends on Twitter for the past few months while I've been struggling, that I was going to make the women in my life that I love Valentine's oh, Day card. How amazing is that? So I, I sat and made, they're going to be a little bit late because they've only been posted today and Jess's is on the coffee table at home, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, sat, so I sat and made 10 Valentine's cards and I've sent them to the women in my life that I love. Oh, if you could see my face now. I know, it's, it's <laughs> bright and beady. Like, <laughs> like my smile is so Greening from ear to ear. I don't know if I've ever got a Valentine's Day card that wasn't... Well, there's Galentine's Day now, but Galentine's Day, it comes from sort of like, it was made big by Parks and Recreation, but it's like, uh, it's about women supporting other women, and ah. again, that anti kind of mm. sort of romance in the traditional sense, um, in mm. a very hetero sense, yeah. I've actually got a really sweet story about Valentine's Day. Oh. Do it. So, I've had a Valentine's Day card every year since the day I since the year I was born up until five years ago because my granddad sent me one every oh. year oh. from me being six months old up until we sadly lost him five years ago but I me and my sister both had a Valentine's Day card of him every year that That's is so amazing never signed by granddad mm. just kisses oh. but I think once we got to kind of 10 11 years old we knew that it was granddad. So it was anonymous at first? Yep. Oh, but he didn't stop doing no, it? No, never stopped. Oh. I had one the year before he died. Oh, that is amazing. See, these are the things I thought we could like talk about because, mm. like you said, it's very heteronormative and it's like card companies and it's, it's this big expectation to be with someone or to have a romantic partner or to feel mm. like, I don't know, when really? I think because the commercial side of it is focused on Mm. the love of your life isn't it mm. not yeah. on all the other relationships yeah in your life. and it's interesting i like um I, I don't think my parents will mind me sharing this <laughs> if they're listening i'm so sorry <laughs> um but for example they're they're very anti-card anti-greeting stuff like that and they they still say they feel a little bit of the pressure to like even though they've been together for years solid as a rock like the and they've never done it, like they've never really bought into it. They still say, like even today, there's still a little bit of pressure of like, oh, maybe, I, maybe I should, maybe, maybe just to be sure. And it's interesting that it kind of, yeah, it creates that sort of there's the the side to it of when it should be just a sort of celebration of love. Yeah. In general, it it has it brings that paranoia and that kind of anxiousness to yeah. it. Yeah, there is an anxiousness, isn't there? Like yeah. I forget about, I'm not going to lie, my attitude towards it is I just forget about <laughs> it. Like, I don't even know it's happening until people start telling me. Like, mm. I remember when I first started dating my partner and he, we booked, we were really, really new. Like, we'd only had one or two dates and we booked like our third date and it was on Valentine's Day and we had no idea. Like, it, it wasn't intentional. And um, it wasn't until he was like on his way around, some, like my friend texted me and went, oh my God, he's coming on Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like I didn't intend that does that mean something did he know yeah. that and I started all this like paranoid like 
Yeah, it's just. Is like, he going to turn up at the doorstep with twelve hundred in the card, and I've got him nothing? <laughs> yeah, like I started having all that. Like, oh no, does he know that? Like, is he being? Is he a romantic? Because we didn't even know each yeah. other, so he could have been like an absolute. Mm. Luckily, he wasn't a romantic. We bo- <laughs> we both forget every year that it's happening. It's not like a big deal. So, but yeah, attitudes towards romance and Valentine's Day is really interesting because some people like love it and celebrate it. Like, yeah. you know, I think I would like to celebrate it the way you have now. Mm. And like celebrate giving my friends cards and because you were also talking about like your Twitter. Is, is, is it specifically your Twitter friends that you've made cards for? Or? Yeah, but I think there's I've got kind of in real life friends that mm. I would have done it for. But mm. I think just I think I focus on Twitter because I've struggled first few months of this year and I've had mm. so much support from mm. that I kind of wanted to do something for yeah, them. Yeah, and I guess with Twitter, because we're friends, on, we met through Twitter, I think. Yeah, we, we met through Twitter. Yeah, which is awesome. Now you're here. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, we we met through Twitter, and I think you don't get much physical contact, no. which which is part of the, the great thing about it, but also to actually have something physical from your friends on Twitter is really cool. It's nice to translate that. Yeah. Uh, translate yeah. that from that, especially when it can be seen as such as an isolationary device that, even though it's not, because the whole point is to connect you more, that then that you can actually... I've been really lucky with Twitter, mm. and I've not touched wood, had any, a couple of little negative experiences, but nothing mm. big. But some of my closest friends now are women mm. that I've met through Twitter. That's so cool. Yeah, you can't underestimate the power of some of these platforms for things like that, like connecting with people. And um, I was just thinking about, what was I thinking about? I think it was something that you said earlier, Joe, about... Oh, I knew. (laughs) (laughs) It's because we. It's because when we were talking about like connection, yeah. yeah, Um, something. So I I lost my virginity on Valentine's Day, Day. and (laughs) the the problem was was that like everyone. So when when it was first relationship, and we we hadn't like planned. The, the, the losing of the virginity mm. that makes it sound like sound like an 18th century like duke like <laughs> the losing of the virginity I gave, <laughs> I gave them a red flower and like um, and yeah we didn't um we didn't plan it or anything and I was actually just going over to visit for a meal and but you didn't know it was we just didn't pick up it was Valentine's Day it was just we we like it was a Friday evening yeah. and and then yeah it's sort of like we things occurred and <laughs> bodies tumbled into each One other one thing led to another yeah <laughs> the birds and the bees yeah i put a playlist on <laughs> like, what was on the playlist i still have it uh, oh, this is um it's because it's a cracking playlist uh, since that relationship has like since this is ages ago ended but like it's still a cracking playlist the playlist survived that's yeah, so great it's a lot of Marvin Gaye, I'm not going to lie. It's like <laughs> not wrong with that. So, um, a bit of Luther Vandross. Yeah, um, yeah. Weirdly, some Scissor Sisters. Um, Is that weird? Well, it's kind of... To I, you? <laughs> <laughs> I know, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you want to you turn it up a notch. You have to kind of work for the different we levels of like, passion. <laughs> yeah. You need some like slow jams and then some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more upbeat stuff. Now we're getting into... Uh, now we're getting into your rhythm of sex by the, <laughs> by the sounds of it. Yeah. Heat it up, you cool it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like any, anyway. Um, yeah, and we didn't pick up, but it's like, it's always been an interesting thing with me and Valentine's Day, but like, 
I don't associate Valentine's Day with losing my virginity <laughs> um, in a way that like after sort of when, when we spoke to people about it, they were like, oh, it's so romantic. That's so like, oh, that's so like, it's like in a rom-com. And then the reality was it was just like, it was a Friday evening. We'd have a lasagna. <laughs> and then like, yeah put on some marvin and that was it what did he put in the lasagna well oh. <laughs> there was aubergine which is an aphrodisiac oh. <laughs> that's it that's what did it it was the marvin and the aubergine the marvin and the aubergine <laughs> that could be something that could it's be a brand my autobiography. <laughs> could be a brand of like lubrication oh. <laughs> or like oh. okay <laughs> yes. it's definitely not a family podcast <laughs> yeah, no, we've took it past that so this episode <laughs> but yeah that that i think i think the reason i, I went on to that is because i thought about twitter and the birds and the bees <laughs> okay. I, I just saw the bird not logo. just to throw me under the bus <laughs> and to throw you under the bus so. i'd be lying if i said that wasn't true <laughs> But that 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 makes me think about our relationship with sex, mm. particularly on Valentine's Day. Does yeah. anyone feel a pressure? I mean, I I do for definite when like I mean I I feel a definite pressure with sex anyway because I don't I, I can put this out loud again. Sorry, mum and dad, if you're listening, but I don't have a lot of it. Um, so like there's large spaces in between. Um, like mm-hmm. which means that if it ever happens there is that added pressure to it and especially with valentine's day or this time of year mm. there's, a, there's a added pressure um I, I find just because there's and this i know it's just sort of within my own thoughts but mm. it's um a belief that i could do some sort of um irreparable damage of starting a relationship especially around this period when there's like pressure with the valentine's day and plus pressure of mm. sex or anything that it all become kind of builds yeah. up and like i it, oh if i don't perform or there's the perform thing as well yeah because yeah. like not even and i like not even just to get laid or to have sex yeah. or the pressure of having that and having someone to do that with or whether it's with yourself i don't know i was just thinking actually that i always think the pressure of valentine's day I've always kind of focused it on people that aren't in relationships and mm. how that must be for them, thinking that ev- everyone around them is having this amazing Valentine's Day and flowers, chocolates, mm. meals, romance. Mm. But actually, if you're in a relationship, there's quite a lot of pressure yeah, on you yeah. for Valentine's Day mm. as well, and I've not really thought about that. Yeah, like, yeah, there is really, isn't there? Yeah. For it to be, or maybe for some people, I don't know, maybe yeah. for it to be this perfect evening. I've and got a, a friend, mm. a couple who I know, and they're like, w- one of them, she said how kind of she hates it because he's really romantic and loves mm. to do all this stuff for it to make it that perfect evening, which then yeah. they can spend like a night together and they usually get a hotel, something like that. And she's never, I'll, I'll keep them anonymous because I don't think she's ever like, um, mm. told him that she absolutely hates that because mm. there's this pressure yeah. to it and she's like I'd rather just get in my, my mm. jogging bottoms <laughs> and watch sex education <laughs> yeah. like I'm sat here now thinking well I'm in a relationship I've been in a relationship for five years we have no plans for tonight mm-hmm. not because we made a conscious decision not to celebrate Valentine's Day we, we have exchanged cards um, but it's Friday night, mm-hmm. skin. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really tired at the moment. Yeah. I've got a lot going off. So it's just going to be 
tea, TV, sofa, PJs. And now I'm thinking, oh no, is that horrendous? Should I be like, no. should, that's that's be, should I be on the phone afterwards <laughs> going, we need to do something, it's Valentine's Day. No, I think that's reality though, isn't it? Yeah. I, think this is, I think this is the thing sometimes in our culture in general, especially with you know how we portray ourselves on social media or whatever. It's always this perfect ideal yeah. of what's and happening. it's not at all. Life isn't like that. Mm. Like, it's really not like that. I think it. I think it comes into. I've always thought this. I don't know. If it's just Valentine's Day in general, but any celebrations and such. Like, mm. I think, especially in the UK, I find that celebrations aren't really something that a lot of people like to celebrate. At the same time, like, there's a pressure always. Mm. For myself, like, I find like, as much as I enjoy my birthday, I, I the bit of my birthday I enjoy is the bit where it's just me on my own. I'm exactly like. the same. Like the idea of celebrating my birthday, I get excited for like the lead up to it and yeah. I go oh, I really want to do something and then it gets to it and I just sort of go <laughs> but in a busy crazy life <laughs> the whole just having the hour on your own mm. especially yeah I've got a partner but we don't live together and I've got, so I am mm. on my own with, with three children mm. with three teenagers mm. and the thought of an hour on my own yeah. with peace mm. what I want on the TV what I want to eat what mm. I want to drink with mm. nobody else nagging mm-hmm. toby can be there because toby doesn't <laughs> nag. toby can stay toby's but a dog that, yeah. not her other part but that's bliss that's absolute bliss yeah and we talked before we when we met for lunch about do we celebrate the right things didn't we, we do yeah. we celebrate valentine's day to celebrate your partner your mm. relationship with your partner but actually do we celebrate the other relationships that are just as important mm. and that can be like relationship so i wrote down relationship with people places things and self yeah mm. so though like uh, so when i stopped thinking about just romantic relationships yeah. i was like wow there's so many other relationships that we have in our lives that bring us passion or love or joy mm. and the list just went on so like the obvious one is the partner yeah. romantic because that's what that's what's portrayed yeah, that's what we're told, isn't it, at this time of year? Um, but also pets. Yeah. yeah, relationship with pets. I think a separate pet <laughs> Valentine's Day should happen. Yeah. <laughs> just you just spend the whole day cuddling your dog, cat. Valentine's oh. Day. Oh, Valentine's <laughs> Day. Oh, we're renaming Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Um, and if you haven't got a pet like me, I am dog obsessed mm. and that's not even i don't think that's an exaggeration okay. the, the more i've like the honestly the past five years it's just increasingly got more sometimes i go on walks just to see other people's dogs <laughs> like i go walk around the park and, and just i hope. i was never really bothered about dogs mm. i got toby completely accidentally mm-hmm. um and i was like oh right okay well i'm not gonna let him go to somebody that so he was he was my stepdaughter's dog and her mum didn't want him didn't want him anymore. And I was like, Well, I can't I, Maddie loves him. I mm. don't want him to just go somewhere. So yeah, okay, fine, I'll have him. And now it's like, oh, why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> He's one of the best things in my life. I think twenty twenty is my year. You've got to do it. It needs to be. Yeah, I feel like because you even said, didn't you, that people were trying to talk you out of it? Yeah. So, before we got Toby, I had talked, I say I didn't bother about dogs, and I wasn't for a long, long time, but probably for a couple of years before that, 
I had started to say, the kids really want one. Should we have one? Shouldn't we have one? Mm. And I'd been really, really unwell. And all my friends and my family were, you've been so poorly for so long. You've got three kids to look after. Why would you want something else to put mm. more stress and take up more time? Why would you do that? Don't do it. Don't do it. But actually, you've been so good for my mental health. Mm. Amazing. Valentine's Day. Yes. I'm all about it. I don't even have a dog. <laughs> but to everyone out there who maybe hasn't got a partner but has a pet instead, yeah, yeah it's your Valentine's day. Valentine's well, day. It's yeah. not even like like I had a I had a hamster and they only lived for two years. It's a very short lifespan. But like when yeah, I had my yeah. hamster, I remember Aww. distinctly like one Valentine's Day just sat watching. I can't remember what it was. Some awful awful rom com. I sat with my little hamster Lizzie and she just sat on my lap for two hours eating cheese. Aww. And that, that was like... Can hamsters eat cheese? Yeah, yeah, they love it. Wow. You, know, you just We used to cut up little blocks of cheese and they just stuff it in and she'd just sit with her mouth full slowly <laughs> digesting. The kids have a hamster, it's having cheese for tea tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Can it test it out? Yeah. Does it have smellier trunks or anything? It, you have to, <laughs> I mean, the it, hamster's urine is bright yellow. Like, and oh, wow. if the more cheese you give it, the more yellow it becomes to the point where it's like Simpsons color yellow. This Valentine's Day podcast is not going in a direction <laughs> it's not, is it? I ever thought it would go in. So we're on to hamster urine now. Oh, this is alternative. <laughs> um, That's what romance is, I yeah. think. I think there's something, in, like, there is something in... There's a quote, isn't there? I can't remember who it's by, but it's something to do with like attentiveness and paying attention is love. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you pay attention to all these other things in reality and like all the other things around you, small, minute details, like that is love. That is appreciating life. And yeah, one of my other things was places that I thought about, like the love for places. You know, some yeah. people have like routine holidays or like routine places every year they go visit because it means so much to them and it brings them so much like love and they've got a pa like I love that yeah I love that idea the joy you feel when you return somewhere yeah, yeah. I used to know that you love and you've not been to for the past year mm. yeah I used to know someone that used to go to Whitby mm. like every because they had the goth festival yeah of course. but she never used to take part in it she just used to watch it and it used to be the thing that on by herself she used to take a, take herself away and just watch people watch and like really loved it i'm still scarred by that goth weekend though because when we were when i was four we went as a family to whitby on a family holiday and i distinctly remember waking up in the middle of the night and we'd got the wrong hotel so all the goths were in there and they'd all got vampire teeth and i was terrified of vampires at this age so i woke up in the night to go to the baloo in the hotel because we didn't have an ensuite and bumped into all these vampires. Oh, no. There's no wonder you're terrified. Yes. You were four, you get up in the middle of the night and you have a vampire walking out the corridor <laughs> yeah. towards you. And it's not like Halloween where everyone's different, I imagine. It's it sort was, of like... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Scary. Sad. I quite like the idea of going and just sitting and watching, mm -hmm. though, and not taking part. Mm. What are your favourite places to return to? What, what would you like pick Good out question. of those, something that can be... Mine has to be Filey. Ooh. because again back to my grandparents they had a caravan there from my mom being little up mm -hmm. until six or seven years ago so it was the first place I ever went I spent most of my school holidays there growing up mm. I took both my kids there when they were it was both their first holiday destination 
So it's definitely my happy place and my go-to mm. place. That's so great. Don't go anywhere near as much anymore. Mm. But yeah, it's definitely the place I'd get back to and just... <sighs> has Toby been on the beach yet? Or Toby hasn't been to Filey. <gasps> That's the plan. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Toby, he hasn't. Go. He's been other places on the beach, but he hasn't been to Filey. Maybe the weather forecast atrocious this weekend, so I don't think <laughs> this weekend. Maybe this is something we can plan. For when yeah, Valentine's maybe. Day comes around, we go take a load of dogs, we take them to Filey. <gasps> this could be a thing. <laughs> well, maybe not Filey, but like, that's Mel's thing. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's for you to keep. Oh, I just knocked the mic. Sorry An annual Palantines trip. Mm. Yeah, or we could have like, we could, we could organise a Palantines in Sheffield. Mm. Like for people where it's like people who love animals or own an animal and maybe don't have a partner or do have a partner, but just people who want to appreciate something different outside of a romantic relationship can come walk yeah. or like come hang out with like lots of different people oh, be nice. and animals. That'd be so great. What's your favorite place to go to? I don't know if I have one. Although what springs to mind is Ibiza. Ooh. <laughs> which i know i know there's I, nothing wrong with that i know i think it's because let's when, go there yeah that's, <laughs> there isn't nothing wrong with that it's really Toby Krause. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i went there when i was 19 and it was like um i was going through a really hard time um and i sort of just up and left everything behind me mm. at 19 and took nothing but like a bag with me didn't know where i was staying didn't know what i was doing but i just knew that i was going to be there for the season and yeah, I just think the memories I have of independence there yeah, and being in the sun and the experiences I had meeting people and the jobs I had. I got a really great job being an acro cat. Where <laughs> wow, I yeah. that is so you, Jess. <laughs> Which is where I had to It was do never going to be bar <laughs> work, yeah. was it? It was <laughs> never going to be bar work or waitressing. <laughs> where I had to be uh, in an all-in-one cat suit doing acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid for that. Like that's a real thing. That's a good summer. And I think I think the other thing is I was dealing with a lot, Joe. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. This is not. It's just the first place that came to my head and the first memories when you said, you know, where is is fun for you. And I think it's also because I I dealt with like heartbreak and loss, and I had a lot of stuff going on. Mm. And I used to take myself off to the gorgeous beaches where there was not many people, and just like sit on the rocks and like sunbathe topless by myself listening to music and reading books escapism yeah but also processing everything yeah and having that time and I think that's a really fond memory for me like just being by myself and getting over stuff and learning mm. resilience and yeah being an acrobat <laughs> <laughs> learning acrobatics <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs> take the acrobatics out and I'm off in May <laughs> There you go. What about you, Joe? Oh, I didn't expect this question to be from Mom. Um, <laughs> you threw it round. Yeah. <laughs> but back at me. I don't expect um, myself. <laughs> to do this. Oh, I don't have a particular place, but I suppose I do have what I like to do. Um, is like every. I try. I'm trying to do it more frequently now because it used to be like every couple of months. But I'd. Um, I do like a big run. And I won't plot it out. I just need like five hours mm. at a time, which I know is really hard to find. So it's kind of like I'm trying to do it more frequently. Um, but I just like I'd run and see how far I could get. Wow. And just 
like the, the, the problem usually was that I'd get that far and then be like, oh God, how do I get back? <laughs> I was going to say, do you run? Do you just run to see how far you can get in five hours, or do you kind of run for two and a half hours and then think, right, I now have to run back? It's uh, usually a bit like a bit of both. <laughs> it's, like, it's just kind of like just rather than like going, oh, I really want to go to this place or this place. It's just sort of seeing where I end up, and then when I'm tired, I'll come back. Yeah. Um, but it's just nice because then I'll find like really weird bits of Sheffield, even though I've been mm. here all my life. Like, oh, you're both Sheffield. Yeah, aren't Sheffield born and bred. Um, but there'll be bits like I'll, I'll have never seen before, or just like little things like. Mm. Um, and I don't. The the thing I try not to do is I don't then go and if I find something I don't then go research where I got to. So I kind of know where I am. I go, oh no, oh, I'm in Neveredge or I'm in yeah. Gleadless. But like, I won't research what street it is because then I'm worried about like, I'll just go back to it I get again and again. And I don't want to kind of spoil the magic of it. That's really nice. Yeah. That's, is that like improv, improv running? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I patent that? <laughs> That's so running. cool. Or like, what are they called when people go on like a derive and they don't, like I think that's the name for it. So you'll pick like a colour or um or an object or a shape and you'll follow that shape on a walk. You and you won't know anything oh. else about Yeah. So like some people like That's your next five hour <laughs> run, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pick Derive something. too. <laughs> yeah. Deriviation. Just shut up now. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking we could go back a little bit because I don't think we we skimmed past this. We sidetracked, got sidetracked. No, it's good. <laughs> it's good. We probably got sidetracked by really great things like hamsters, urine, um, and like Joe losing his virginity. <laughs> Cat so, Yeah. Uh, we might not have got to Palaversary <laughs> if we hadn't gone on a tangent. It's really important. But I was also thinking about how this idea that like Valentine's Day is really heteronormative and really hetero. Because mm. we were talking about that when we did, there. yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing, like to celebrate love as love, no matter what it is. But I think it's also important to, like we're talking about celebrating uh, passion and love for lots of different things and places. It's also important to realize that love doesn't just come in man, woman, romance. And on that note, you were talking about um, going to watch. What did you go watch? Was it everyone's talking about Jamie? Yeah, oh. it was amazing. And I think, I think that things like that, like, are so enlightening, mm. aren't they, to the difference? Like, because you said it was all about, like, relationships in different yeah, ways. Yeah, it, like it was an absolutely amazing show from start to finish. But it covered all sorts of different relationships. Mm. So it covered Jamie's relationship with his peers, mm. with his dad, with his teacher, with his mum, and mm. his mum's best friend. And all those relationships had such a massive impact mm. on his life. Mm. Yeah. And I'm going to watch something tonight as well. What are you going to watch? Called Guy. Oh, yeah. It's at Theatre Delhi. And I wrote a note about what it's about. I don't know where I put it. But it's it's like a queer Valentine's show about modern day dating. And it's got like a diverse cross-section mm. of gay men talking about their experiences. And it sounds... It sounds really cool, and I'm going. Yeah. I'm going yeah. with my friend Jevy, and we're going to have a really oh, nice time. Nice. Yeah, going and I think doing things like that on days that are in the calendar is something else, like alternative Christmases, alternative yeah. Easter's, alternative Valentine's Day. Yeah. Sometimes they're more memorable. 
definitely. Like do my, something different. Mm. Yeah, like my my the two things I've sort of like got in my head that I'm gonna do this weekend is I'm gonna make sure I watch. There's a film that's just come out called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Which I've heard is, that. Yeah, I haven't. It's it's apparently amazing, and it's this brilliant female director who's done a lot of films about women growing up and sort of coming of age stories. Um, and this one is uh, it's a period drama, but it's not stuffy. It's not. Mm. Uh, no offense, anyone likes Downton Abbey, but it's not that. It's it's about um, these two women um, on an island, and one of them basically gets hired to paint the other. Oh wow! And it's this slow but very passionate about how they come to sort of their love grows. Um, oh. Yeah, so I'm gonna watch that, and then I'm gonna watch Francis Ha, which I recommend to anyone as the most romantic love story you'll ever watch, which isn't about romance. Um, Maybe you can put it in the show notes, those yeah. two things you've just mentioned. Yeah, and um, we can put Jamie and yeah. Guy mm. as well. Just Definitely. Like uh, The thing with Francis Ha, it's a lovely thing. It's about uh, this woman called Francis who doesn't know where she's going in her life. And things start to spiral because the only person she actually properly loves is her best friend. Mm-hmm. And not in a romantic love, just mm-hmm. in as a friendship love. And her friend um, decides that she's going to move in with her boyfriend. And so it becomes this spiral of she can't find a house, she can't find anywhere to call her own, mm-hmm. and she loses touch with her friend. And it's all about sort of her growing isolation if she's lost this bond. Oh, wow. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, and then it becomes about how she then learns to sort of find herself and also recapture this beautiful speech where she talks about love and she says like love for her isn't about romance it's not about uh partners it's about looking across the room and they can be whatever gender mm-hmm. whatever sexuality and it's just when you're in a, a big room and you spot that person and you catch their eye for a minute and you smile mm. and it's that world between mm. the two of you um yeah that's so lovely uh, yeah that's so nice because I can relate to that even, like you say, platonically, like as friends or yeah. whatever. Like, like say you walk into a room and you know somebody. Yeah. Or say you're in an awkward situation and you and you know someone who is also feeling awkward and you catch each other's eye or whatever like that. Yeah. Because that connection means so yeah. much in that moment, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, we'll have to put that in the show notes. Yeah, well. Because <laughs> we'll the way you described it as well is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's only 70 minutes as well, so you can get it in, like, it's only an hour and ten, so you can watch it in between things. Mm, <laughs> I like that. Anyone else got anything else, like, watchable? You know, if, like, there's people listening, they don't know what to do with themselves this evening, or... The other good one, I'd say, from what we've been talking about, is uh, I highly recommend... I initially wasn't going to watch it, because... People said, oh, it's not that great. But Sex Education yeah. on Netflix is I've just finished the first brilliant. Mm. Um, How are you finding it? Yeah. I think I think I avoided it for a long time because the kids liked it. So 16, oh, 17, yeah. yeah. And they were constantly talking about it. So I kind of just thought, oh, a teenage thing and didn't mm, bother. Yeah. Um, but then over the past two weeks, I needed something to binge watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I've really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to watch series two. How do you um how do your kids feel about you watching it as well? Do they know? I don't think they actually know. I don't think oh. I've talked about it with them. 
now, but now they know. <laughs> yeah, they will know now. Because wasn't one of them saying, no, don't, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, when I told them about today's podcast, my 16-year-old daughter was very, my mom talking about sex. Uh, the, what would you do that for? Why would you do that to yeah. me? Yeah. But I suppose at 16 and 17, you kind of think that's yours to discover and yeah. your mom's never done it. Yeah. This is, and that's or what our culture all over, it. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it even portrays that in sex education on yeah. Netflix. Like yeah. even the mum who is like super open, like uh, like is a sex therapist, yeah. like even their relationship is still got that like tension. Definitely. Of, <laughs> of like, no, you're my mum, stop. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. It's as you say, it's like that weird sort of uh, stigma. And like, mm. it's funny because like, I like, um, <laughs> my my sister has a real problem with that my grandma is quite the player now um in her <laughs> 80s should How we say that? um Shirley, yes. Shirley does like to get around <laughs> and i will your grandma okay be listening it. to this no she, <laughs> she, she'll be too busy out with another man in the marks and spencer's cafe i'll, I'll be honest <laughs> and what's um, wrong with that <laughs> so I'm, I'm fine with my sister has like a real what's your grandma's like, name Shirley. <laughs> shout out to Shirley. This Valentine's Day. She'll definitely be buttering another man's crumpet at this point. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's so sad. I bet there's more than one card on here. Oh, she's, there's a range of admirers. <laughs> <laughs> the hard thing is like when they appear at the door, my poor dad has like actually bumped into them and has to do that. Who are you again? <laughs> oh, I love this. This turnaround from when he I was I want younger. to be that grandma. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm 30 and I'm thinking, what am I doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's living. Well, she makes she the, the best part about it. No offence makes to my me, partner. Like. Makes me, like, I love it, is that she makes them get the taxi. It's literally, like, they do the <laughs> romance, they'll come back to hers, and then she's like, right, Bye. Uh, on your bike. <laughs> and she'll, she she know, That is a lady that knows what she yeah, wants out yeah. of life. The walk of yeah. shame is, is these eight-year-old men. Like, I love, I love it. I know. I'm so glad we got Shirley in. So... <laughs> I think we're about we're probably about there is there anything anyone wants to plug or say or is there anything that like ben and desire to mention something we haven't what else can joe come out with <laughs> <laughs> or is there any like reflections on what we've said anything anyone wants to just add before we finish up i think the the nicest thing someone once told me was about sort of romance in general was mm. that like I don't know it sounds a bit you never you can't love anyone until you love yourself but like said that like everything's everything love and everything like that and romance or friendship is is a, like a plant and that you have to keep watering it and keep nurturing it and if you let it like it'll die and that goes to love for yourself love for anything like that you've got to keep nurturing it constantly and mm. i always thought that kind of stuck with me mm. you've got to keep returning it's maintenance yeah yeah what about you mel any reflections that maybe we need to start using valentine's day for much more than just the love of our partner mm. Mm. i love that i love that love that i love that and i had a little reflection when we were chatting and just sort of thinking about all of this stuff and i put 
I put some notes down. I put our relationships to all of these things, whether they're people, places, or things that make us who we are. Like they could be hobbies or places or sentimental things like we've talked about. They shape our identity and they make us unique. And this is how we experience the world and our place in it. And I feel like this Valentine's Day is probably worth celebrating and appreciating all these things that make us who we are. And I think that's a wrap. What do you think? I think that's a great wrap, Wendy. Definitely. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been great. Yay. Go share, love.